Welcome. This is The Collective View. I'm Jane, a clinical nurse specialist. And I'm Mary, a mental health counselor. Join us as we cover a variety of topics on total health and wellness. Welcome to The Collective View. talking about nature and we thought what better way to really kind of nature and health connects so closely um, but we've had a very lovely guest on our Instagram several times and it is Elizabeth of Radiant Yoga so Elizabeth you, you want to introduce yourself too sure mm-hmm. um, my name is Elizabeth Henriksen mm-hmm. and I'm with Radiant Yoga and Wellness mm-hmm. and I work with yoga and Ayurveda which is a science that works alongside with yoga mm-hmm. to help people live more full happy healthy most important life well healthy and happy go hand in hand lives Mm -hmm. so I do that through these different techniques and um, just so people can realize their full potential right well and living like fully this is our total health and wellness that's so much part of our mission here at the collective view and it just it's really interesting I will be very honest prior to meeting you I did not know anything about Ayurveda um, did you know much, Mary? I I knew absolutely nothing, but mm-hmm. I do know that we had the pleasure of having you on Instagram. When was that, Jane? Twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. So, so last year. We did the fall, fall, we did the fall equinox mm-hmm. with you. We did. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and then the we cleansing. did perimenopause. Yes. And the perimenopause. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, but certainly, I mean, prior to this, I think that that's a term that sometimes we might see in a magazine mm-hmm. or someone mentions it, but um, not really understanding just the entire natural process and um, how actually understanding how the body is connected and influenced by so many things in our environment. Yeah. It's just fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah. So you're not alone if you're new to Ayurveda or if that was the first time you really had a, some idea of what mm-hmm. it meant. Um, but I can give you some background to it. Yeah, would people you are new to it. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact you said too, it's a science too. So for me, like being my, the physical health aspect of this duo here, right. <laughs> you know, I very much appreciate that. So sure. Share. What is Ayurveda? Uh, <laughs> so the mo- the hardest thing is to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't quite get it, but I'll go over that. So it's, it comes from a Sanskrit word, which is the ancient language in India. India. Okay. And it's mm-hmm. I it's really two words, Ayus and Veda. Oh. And Ayus means um life. Okay. And Veda is science or knowledge. Oh. So really it's the knowledge of being alive or the science mm. of life. Wow. When you put the Ayus and the Veda together, you the S turns into an R and it becomes Ayurveda. Oh, and interesting. It's a little more heavy on the uh, Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. Um so, and this is it. The this was the original system, we think, of medicine from India that goes way be comes way before the written word. Uh-huh. So it was handed down. They say from the the gods and the sage to the sages down mm-hmm. to the to the humans, and it really is. Um, it was the main system of medicine in India until the British came, mm-hmm. and then they thought it was like hocus mm-hmm. pocus or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. and. Um, tried to eradicate it, and it is now, it, you know, it never totally died out, but it's making more of a comeback now, which is amazing, and it's spreading to the West and, you know, around the world, and um, wow. it, it's just mm-hmm. so simple because it's based in nature. Mm-hmm. And back then, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago, they had pediatrics, they had oh. geriatrics, it they had mm-hmm. surgery. You know, this was all before... Mm-hmm 
what it is today, and, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, and well, and even recognizing that those are specialties within themselves. Yes. You know, right. I mean, like it's not just one big living. It is these are like pediatrics has such very special needs. Geriatric patients, exactly. You know how your body changes and grows. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So they had all different branches, mm-hmm. um, and of course, you know, Mary, you being mental health counselor. Um, there was a huge mental component mm-hmm. in it. It was it's it was always looked at as mind body. There wasn't a separation. Right, that mind body mm-hmm. connection. I mean, with us almost having two years, um, you know, going through this pandemic, we know that there has been such a heightened interest in people seeking holistic practices. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's where we're also seeing people really getting curious, um, more so about mindfulness, about you know that mind-body practice, but certainly really zoning on, like, what can I do to enhance the, the things that I may already be doing on my own to really help me um, decrease stress and anxiety? Do you feel that this practice has real impact in those areas, and can it be beneficial for someone's mental health? Totally. Um, yeah, totally, without a doubt. So Ayurveda actually goes hand-in-hand hand with yoga. They came around about the same time. They this, the texts that they evolve from or devolve from um, are the same, the Vedas, the ancient ancient oh. wisdom mm-hmm. and books. So the there I can't even think about yoga and Ayurveda not mm-hmm. together. Like they're extricably mm-hmm. linked. So the practices of yoga, the meditation practices and the breathing practices, they're mm-hmm. all prescribed as part of Ayurveda. So if I have a client come in, an Ayurveda client come in, I'm not just going to give them, you know, eat this and eat that or mm-hmm. don't eat that, but it's going to be here yoga practices that are going to help you. Right. So we're getting mm-hmm. into the body and mind. It's just no, no, they're just completely linked. So right. It's well, really I feel like your breathing exercises, um, I've participated with a couple of them. Like it is that physical aspect of breathing, how it affects our body. But then when we really delve into it, you do feel that connection to your mind and how you relax and just kind of calm yourself and, you know, kind of de-stress from a day. Um, yeah, I mean, it, really, it has, I mean, yeah. scientifically, it has that impact on your central nervous system. Totally. And, you know, when we're in a state of high anxiety and those cortisol levels are going up and we're having all these racing thoughts and this state of distress, we can't even make even the most simple decision. I mean, that type of, you know, that, like you said, the combination of doing something that's physically with intentional movement and being Mm. aware of the power that your breath has. And quite frankly, I know that you are such a healthy eater Mm -hmm. because I know that this also, this practice also brings attention to um, diet and looking at what are we putting into our bodies? What is the best time of the year to eat things? Because we spoke a great deal about that. So I think that whole infusion is just so um, impactful uh, for our total health and daily functioning. Yeah, because if you're eating junk and you're putting, you know, a lot of caffeine or you're putting pro- a lot of processed food into your system, like Ayurveda doesn't say you are what you eat, but you are what you digest. Mm, okay. And so... You, you know, your mind is going to go to different states. If you're constantly having caffeine, mm-hmm. um, you're, they, we call it rajasic. It's going to make you like too heightened. Okay. And so then how do you focus? How do you calm down? How do you get your parasympathetic nervous system to kick in when your, when your body is trying to process this stuff or food that doesn't digest well? Yeah. Um, 
So it's a, there's a lot to that. You know, certainly whatever you're eating is going to affect you on a mental level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we spoke about, we had a recent on our Instagram at the time that this is being recorded right now, um, a discussion on gut health too. And just the fact too, um, uh, our gut creates the largest amount of serotonin and obviously that affects our mood. Um, but then of course, what we're putting into our gut too, if it's just stagnant, things that are unhealthy, we really, you know, you're not going to have those endorphins that are going to be lifting you up. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. totally. I think, I think what came up a lot is about, you know, the reality of how that creates blockage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I know that with the meditation and all the other practices that are attached to Ayurveda, it, it is also about that where people, I think, when they're consistently practicing may sometimes feel like, I don't know how to put it into words, but I just feel a level, there's a balance, whether it's in my entire energy or at a cellular level or what is going on. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, like, are, do you have beliefs that this can actually affect us on a cellular level, Elizabeth? Definitely. So the way Ayurveda looks at it, and it's, it, they, we talk about the seven tish, seven datus, and they mm-hmm. translate sort of as tissues. Mm-hmm. They're not the actual tissues in our body, but it goes, so whatever you eat, and I don't just mean food, but it could be whatever you consume. It could be, you know, the media. It could be, okay. it's mm-hmm. everything that you're taking in, mm. you digest, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So what Ayurveda says, it works through these seven different la- levels. And it's like your bone marrow, you know, goes deep. Your muscle tissue keeps going deeper, deeper to the reproductive mm-hmm. tissue. And then whatever is left Whatever is not needed anymore is put out with your waste. Okay. Whatever mm-hmm. should be kept in your system um, is, we call it ojas. And that's kind of like the nectar. That's like ojas oh. is your immunity. Oh. So if you can't get down to all seven levels, then you're you're not going to get that immunity and the, the ojas. So there are oh. certain foods, there are mm-hmm. certain practices that are, that are going to help with finding that. But... You know, even coming back to talking about nature, mm-hmm. um, we look at fresh air. Mm. Okay, so Mother Nature is she's just everywhere, right? Yes. But we we forget it. We're inside. We're wearing you know synthetic clothing, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but Ayurveda um, will look at fresh air, sunlight. Mm-hmm. Like these are all parts of nature. Water. Think about the moon and the tides and that our bodies are mostly made up of water Mm -hmm. right yes we really disconnect and disassociate from Mm -hmm. nature these days um we've talked about my soul food so yes i love that (laughs) unprocessed and um local and local Mm -hmm. food taking that in because that's Mm -hmm. from nature Mm -hmm. she's providing us with that Mm -hmm. and there's another aspect to that which is food made or prepared with love because you're putting that into your system too like if you're eating something that that some angry chef has just thrown together like (laughs) you'll know like this you know it might be the greatest food in the world but if Mm -hmm. it's not made with love or at least like my daughters will say that, like, we'll bake something, and they're like, Mom, did you put the ingredient of love in? And, oh, <laughs> and it really, yes, we do. And, yes. I mean, it's always the best cookies we've ever made. So. Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. I, I gotta say, even when someone makes a simple dish, I mm-hmm. mean, honestly, when they do make it from the heart, it does taste better. Yes. It really yes. does. Yeah. Versus, I mean, you can give me And the a, fact they shared it with you. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, that yes. act of giving. Mm-hmm. I, 
I really, really appreciate that you're bringing attention to the fact that we need to pay attention to not only what we are physically digesting, but we're, what we're digesting in our environment. I think that's such yes. an important point. Because, I mean, how many times do we not see, and I'm not saying, I mean, we, I think we've all done it at some point in time, where we sat down, you know, maybe watching a movie or something like mm-hmm. that. And that may not necessarily, and that actually came up in our conversation mm-hmm. about gut health, that that actually can cause, it's like uh, incongruent, like you're you're getting your body ready to process this mm-hmm. food and these nutrients, yet you are perhaps exposing yourself Focused. to a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's an ups. It's like, yeah. gosh, I wonder why this was such good food, but mm-hmm. just didn't settle down well yeah. in my system. Yeah. But I imagine too, like there's a level of like what you watch, like junk watching, junk TV. And I'll, I'll use the term mindless matter because sometimes I feel like I need it to relax, yeah. but I try not make it too mindless and I don't want to name any shows because people out there might enjoy some of them, but, (laughs) um, you know, but you know, there are some like, you know, like a good storyline I like to delve into, um, you know, just to kind of distract, but I, that very, yeah. Like we should be cautious about what we're watching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when we're eating. (laughs) Yeah. You shouldn't even be watching while eating. You should be reverent to the, you know, really respectful to the food, mm-hmm. how it got here, who grew it, who planted wow. the seeds, mm-hmm. how it got to your table. Like think wow. about how many hands it took to get to your table. I mean, unless you're growing it in yeah. your backyard, you still had to get the seeds or the plants from somewhere. And, mm-hmm. you know, so wow. it's mm-hmm. really the reverence for the food and just taking, you know, you see a lot of traditions, they will pray before a meal. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's really, you know, and here we are coming up on Thanksgiving. I'm not sure when this mm-hmm. is airing, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking that time to be thankful for that food and how right. it got there and who mm-hmm. helped with it. So that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Ayurveda will ask you to chew slowly because, mm-hmm. you know, you probably talked about this with the gut health um, guests that you had, but chewing slowly, being mm-hmm. mindful. And we even do a meditation with a raisin. I don't know if you've ever seen the raisin meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, I can teach that sometime Mm -hmm. if you want to, but you can do a whole meditation with one single raisin. Mm -hmm. And it it, brings attention to your senses and feel the texture in your mouth. Yes, yes. exactly. So, yeah. So not watching. And they even say like, don't really talk too much while you're eating. Yeah. And in Mm -hmm. in India where Ayurveda is from, you always eat with your hands. So you have that tactile Yes. Um, you'll know if the food is too hot if, uh-huh. and you, if you can't touch it and put right. it in your mouth. Um, mm-hmm. So you would never burn your mouth, which isn't healthy to mm-hmm. do. So yeah. you would eat with your hand and there's that, you know, just within the sense of touch, then you're moving into the sense of taste. And mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. it's really, it's, yeah. it's really elevating. So, it's like, it's a sacred ritual. Mm-hmm. And this is something that is going to bring health yes. and wellness to our, to our yeah. bodies. And, you know, I, I, I can tell you truly, I, I am fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. Um, I still go to New York and Manhattan. I go to loud <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you, but I'll tell you that I, I, I think it's so important. There's actually a great gets, Ayurvedic restaurant in New York called Divya's Kitchen. Oh, I wish oh, I would have known it was just there last weekend. <laughs> Our next trip, Mary. Yes. <laughs> so what else besides eating? You mentioned the air and the water. Were there some other yeah, things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, sleep, mm-hmm. okay. Um, okay. meditation, mm-hmm. sexuality, mm-hmm. um, exercise. Okay. And those are sort of some of the, the pillars or the staples mm-hmm. that we think of. Um, there's some really interesting aspects about, um, the Ayurvedic clock. 
Mm. Oh, okay. Yes. So this is a concept that, um, so you're familiar with circadian rhythms yes. and how mm-hmm. we live in, you know, optimally we're living in tune with the day, the rhythm of the day, the mm-hmm. rhythm of the season. Yes. And so Ayurveda says that, you know, when the light starts to come in the morning, like we're so lucky to have a new sunrise, like here's a new opportunity for everything. Oh, how pretty. The birds are going to start mm-hmm. now. If you're in a room with blacked out curtains mm-hmm. and with, you know, <laughs> earplugs and right. um, you just don't even. You're missing it. You're missing it. Mm-hmm. And have you ever right. been up at dawn, like right before dawn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's this stillness. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's yeah. different than any other time of day. Yeah. So what, what Ayurveda says is between 2 and 6 a.m., mm-hmm. um, we've talked in the past about the different energies, the different dosha. Right. I don't know if you want to get mm-hmm. into that today, but like is the time when vata dosha is most prevalent. Mm-hmm. And that means that's a good time for meditation because mm. vata dosha is the aspect of movement. Mm-hmm. So you actually don't want to exacerbate at that point. It's a good time to meditate, to look within. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we move from 10 a.m., Sorry, from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. is known as kapha time. Mm -hmm. And that's the time of structure, of stability. And that's a great time for exercise, for moving your body, Uh for eating, um, you know, for Mm -hmm. elimination, actually elimination a little bit earlier. And then we get from 10 to 2, which is Mm -hmm. considered pitta time. And Mm -hmm. fire pretty much governs pitta. And that's Mm -hmm. the time of your day where you eat your lunch because the sun is at the highest point Mm -hmm. of the day. And your digestive fire is coordinated with where the sun is. So you're eating your biggest meal then. Mm -hmm. You're more active with your um, work, usually between 10 and 2. Mm -hmm. And then we start that cycle all over, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. You know, I think that is so interesting. Um, that 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Um, so, and I, I don't have my data and studies here, but I will tell you most people when they have a coding situation in an ER, mm-hmm. it occurs typically at that 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. hours. And it's often related, we've said, to circadian rhythms and people like almost like that restarting of the day. And if things aren't quite wired correctly, then wow. something can go um, a little off. So it's really, yeah. Um, but classically, because that's in people's sleep cycles, that is when something kind of can go off. And that is classically when the most number of people randomly coding or expiring will will happen. I I, Mm -hmm. I do have a question for you, Elizabeth, because we have a lot of um, healthcare workers that also follow us here at the collective view. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while that schedule is, you know, they, they might be saying like, well, that's a beautiful schedule, but you know, uh, that's not, that's not a real schedule. Some of us work nights. (laughs) If they're okay, because I always, I always tell people like, you know, if you're going to start a practice, like start small, like if mm-hmm. there was, if there were just two basic things that you would say, like, listen, if you can just do this, what would you recommend? Okay. Well, first, can I just address like the night shift workers and the health? Oh, workers? sure, please. <laughs> so, there's a Ayurveda is really big on routine, mm-hmm. routine, routine, routine. Mm-hmm. So if you can't, if you're a night shift worker, that could be healthcare, that could be airline. You know, there are a lot of right, night. right. Mm-hmm. If you can try to find that same routine but do it at your shift and keep it consistent the trouble mm-hmm. happens when you start to you know one day you go to sleep at 4 a.m mm-hmm. one day you go to sleep at, at 8 a.m yeah. it's all over the place if you could keep some sort of consistency and i like to say the 80 20 rule okay. like 80 percent mm-hmm. of the time if you can okay. stick to okay. it mm-hmm. um okay. that helps 
But in terms of two things, if somebody wants to start with Ayurveda, two mm-hmm. small things, um, I would say nature is number one. Get mm-hmm. yourself in nature, whether okay. it's take your, taking your shoes off and putting your feet on the grass. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. some, a- some aspect of nature in your day, every day. Okay. Mm-hmm. We all, I mean, even in Manhattan, you could find a tree and mm-hmm. just touch the tree, do something right. um, mm-hmm. to bring you in connection with nature. That's mm-hmm. that would I would be mm-hmm. one thing that everyone can with yeah, the grounding. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard about earthing. Um, there's a whole movie called mm-hmm. Earthing, and oh, wow. um, anyway, that's for mm-hmm. another. That's a topic for another podcast. Right. But okay. yeah, mm-hmm. so I'd say that and. Um, Gosh, there's so many, but I would say nature and probably healthy, healthy mm-hmm. eating. Healthy. But then there's Which exercise. Goes back, <laughs> and then there's everything else too. But Which right. the um, healthy eating goes back to the nature, and because yeah. this this talk was really geared for nature, I think. Um, I think what's really important, we were recognizing how important it is also to care for our environment too and honor and respect it. You know, there's a lot of shifts and changes that are occurring in our climate and in the entire global atmosphere, uh, truly. So um, it clearly, it's going to affect us too. I mean, we've had years of record-breaking temperatures, whether cold or heat. So um, I I love this practice because it does take us back and grounds us in such a way that we have to live healthy for ourselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like being with mental health and with in mm-hmm. the hospitals, what are you seeing? I mean, is there anything that you see on your end that you think, oh, well, maybe they would benefit from a routine or right. from, um, you know, I'm sure you mm-hmm. see it in mental health, yeah. especially, I, but I, like uh-huh. how it can... Ayurveda is so big on these, we call it a daily routine, which is called the Dinacharya, mm-hmm. where you do that sort of follow these same steps and you set the foundation in the morning, then the rest of the day is kind of, you can do what you need right. to. Yeah. And then seasonal. So do you, we have this, it's called Ritucharya, your seasonal routine, which changes with the season. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as healthcare workers, are you seeing... Um, difference in seasons do you have more people come to you you know with seasonal affective disorder for sure i think um, miami not as much but like i think there definitely is um from my perspective in an er we have trauma seasons Mm because people are suddenly outdoors more after that's typically classically a springtime after they've been hunkered down the reality is their bodies aren't as used to it and trauma sport traumas start to happen a little bit more frequently um and then there's certainly like Influenza season, um, classically, would be um, when people are suddenly indoors more in winter season. That's not because it's cold outside. The reality is because people aren't comfortable being out in the cold, so they would come together inside, Mm. huddled together, and they aren't. And that's Mm. how truly the flu ends up spreading. So it's not because of cold. I tell people that all the time. (laughs) I think as we're nearing the end of the year and because um, a lot of things have been opening up Mm -hmm. now uh, with everything we've been going through with this pandemic, what I am noticing is definitely a high surge of anxiety. It's almost like it had gone up. It kind of peaked and we were going through depression and just other types of um, emotional issues. But the anxiety has gone up again. And what I do find to be very effective i my uh, work air um, environment is in miami beach mm-hmm. and we do a lot of walk and talk sessions nice and that's, that's about beautiful. like walking mm-hmm. 
as we're processing with the patient and we have the fortune of being in a beautiful campus as near the water and you know very much bring their attention like bring your attention to i want you to name everything in this environment right now that's of a certain color mm-hmm. you know name three colors three sounds mm-hmm. three objects and helping them do that as they are muscling through as jane <laughs> often describes the emotional turmoil, right. mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it is that they're they're dealing with, mm-hmm. it really makes quite a difference. Well, mm-hmm. so you're bringing them really to their senses, to, mm-hmm. um, literally and figuratively, yeah. bringing them to their senses. So becoming aware of your senses and is part of nature, is part of Ayurveda. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with each of the sense organs mm-hmm. um, in Ayurveda. So that's going to help this person with anxiety, with depression, but anxiety in particular ground. And it's all, there are also great practices for people with insomnia to, to start before you go to bed to kind of close down your senses. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. So that make I love that you're doing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. See, and this is a lot of it's mm-hmm. instinctive. Like we know what to do, right. you know, we do, but sometimes we just forget. Yeah. And we need somebody with some expertise to kind of just mm-hmm. gently say, okay. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And nature start. is the best way. I, I love that. And blue and green. <laughs> yes. With a little brown in there yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. As long as we cooperate mm-hmm. with na- nature and not struggle mm-hmm. against her, mm-hmm. you know, cooperate with it. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, with the blackout curtains, get up early. Right. You know, if you can, depending upon your schedule. Yes. Um, But go with those natural laws and the natural rhythms Mm -hmm, of nature. mm -hmm. And I think people will feel so much, you know, so much less anxiety and um, Mm -hmm. keep us healthy and happy. Right. My goodness. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's about uh, that curiosity and Mm -hmm. the intentional, like almost like the decision, you know what, I'm going to start to really start to observe more Mm -hmm. and to recognize also how, how that just is so wired. It affects everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really does. does. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your expertise today. Um, this is beautiful. I hope everyone out there goes and takes a walk um, and and a deep breath of fresh air. Yeah. And (laughs) just you know, breathe in that air. Take a deep breath in the in the yes. fresh air wherever you are. Yes. You can be in Manhattan. You can be in Miami Beach. You, can be in, you know, wherever. I was in Boston as well. I love that city. You can I love it. the travel. Indeed. But traveling is a really important time to ground. Also, yes. really important because in Ayurveda we say Vata is gets out of balance mm-hmm. because there's so much movement. So using yes. those practices to bring you back. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. So Wonderful. Good. Well, yeah. we very much look forward to having you back Thank again because this I'd has opened to... up umpteen oh, other topics I mean, for us to talk, talk about. about it, but this scratches the surface <laughs> It a does. Bit. Yes. And it's been helpful. Right. And Elizabeth, if um, you have also your website up and, mm-hmm. you know, we will, mm-hmm. you know, put that yes. information out there Great. for anybody because you practice out Thank here you. in Jacksonville. Yes, Florida, and right? also I can do um, virtual yes. as well. But, you, virtual yeah. consultations. Uh-huh. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Global clients. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you both. Yes, it's thank always you. Thank a you. joy and a pleasure to be with you both. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Likewise. So, thank well, absolute all the goodness to you thank from our heart. So, all right. All right. We'll catch everyone on our next episode sometime. Thank you. Bye.